Hello and welcome to what is, for obvious reasons, an unusual edition of Switch It. With much of normal life in the UK, as well as the rest of the world, being increasingly affected by the coronavirus outbreak, sport and cricket are not top of the agenda. But there is, nevertheless, quite a bit to talk about as we attempt to adjust to the new normal. And it might just while away some of the time too. This, then, is a show about nothing. But that seemed to work okay for Seinfeld. And since those of us who work in cricket are used to chatting idly during delays, be it for rain, bad light or swarms of bees, it shouldn't be too much of a stretch. While none of us are quite in self-isolation yet, we have had to abandon the studio. So for today's pod, I'm joined over the fibre optic cables by Andrew Miller and Mark Butcher, two comfortingly familiar voices in these strange times. First off, uh, welcome back, Butch. Uh, you've been in one of the few places where actual cricket has been taking place, or at least until today, with the news that the PSL, uh, the Pakistan Super League, has been suspended. Yes, mate. Um, well, I mean, first and foremost, it was it was one heck of a tournament um, up until the uh, just before the weekend or last weekend um, when the games had to be played behind closed doors due to uh, the coronavirus. Um, the crowds were incredible. The cricket was was very very high standard, um, and people obviously haven't been starved of of cricket for such a long time um, in Pakistan. It was ten years since uh, since they've had. Uh, has it been ten years? Or is it longer than that? But it's, it's definitely longer than that. Yeah, yeah. slightly longer. Than yeah, slightly longer than that. Yeah, um, you know the the welcome that that we all had. Um, everybody on the, you know, on the on the production side, uh, commentary side, whatever, um, you know. Of course, we were given presidential security wherever we went. I mean, it, it just was extraordinary, you know. Outriders, um, side riders, underriders, the whole the whole thing. <laughs> wherever we went, for whatever reason, whether we were going through a football game or whatever else. Um, but that was, you can understand why that would be because you know the, the stakes are so high. In terms of um, presenting to the world that uh, Pakistan is is open and ready and capable of, of putting on a show such as the one that they did, so mate, it was brilliant. I, I'm, I'm so so pleased that I went. Um, I hope that the, if the opportunity comes up again, I won't hesitate to go back. And obviously, it's just a, a crying shame that um, you know their their big um, day or weeks in the sun have been uh, have been ruined like everybody like everything else has been. Um, Due to the virus, so you know, just. Uh, but I think, I think basically, you know, as I said, up until the weekend, I think they've sh- they've shown the world that sort of cricket in Pakistan is back. Everybody has missed it dreadfully, um, and that the support and the passion for it is is as strong there as it ever has been. Yeah, Milan, it's it's worth lingering, um, not least because it's about the only cricket we have to talk about. But <laughs> there was a sort of well, an eeriness, I suppose, but also uh, an irony to the fact that over the last week, really, the only the only cricket in the world has been being played in Pakistan, of all places. I know it's, it's, it's such horrific luck for them. I mean, I, I love Pakistan. I've done two. Two tours um, out there, uh, memorably, uh, Pakistan was the place where I got my big break in uh, sports journalism. Anyway, I, I, I blagged my way on the 2000 tour and uh, ended up uh, hanging around like a bad smell in the press box to uh, see the Karachi <laughs> Test match in the dark. Or I think I did. It was it was pitch black, so I couldn't tell. Um, and then back again, of course, for 2005, um, which was the last time England went. And so uh, I, I've known for years uh, what a what a wonderful country it is. I'm I'm delighted uh, that. 
that people are, are, are starting to get back there and, and seeing it for what it really is, a warm, hospitable, friendly nation that uh, plays bloody good cricket. And uh, let's face it, the sport is worse off without Pakistan. But yeah, as you say, it, it, all, all, all changes now. We've, um, yeah, they're, they're the last team, last team to go into lockdown and, um, we sit, we wait and hope that better times are around the corner. But, um, yeah, that's not, that's not a whole of us anymore. Uh, well, yes, it is. Um, the latest from Pakistan is uh, obviously that the uh, the semis and final have been postponed, or, uh, the tournament suspended for now. Um, there have been reports of of you know players um, potentially coming down with symptoms and so on. Alex Howes has put out a statement uh, today saying he uh, he is self isolating but hasn't been tested. Um, but, I mean, uh, Butch, there was a. a a, a big English contingent uh, out there at the PSL. Some of them performing more um, uh, spectacularly than others. Yeah, um, yeah, there was. A, there was a huge contingent. Um, yeah, the, the guys from from Somerset out there, Tom Banton and, and Lewis Gregory, uh, Liam Livingston um, was there from Lanks. Um, Chris Jordan, who is, is, is everywhere, wherever he's, he's, he's unbelievably in in demand. Um, James Vince. Uh, Liam Dawson from Hampshire. Uh, the, well, I'll put it this way: County Cricket was very, uh, very, very well, well represented. Uh, Timal Mills as well was out there. Um, a lot of the, the guys went home um, prior to, to the weekend, as the sort of the the, the fears about um, travel and, and restrictions on travel and what you might have to do if you if you came back beyond a certain deadline, um, i.e., in terms of um, so self-isolating. I know the the Aussies um, and the Kiwis were given until to get, uh, until Monday. I said last night. I think to get back Monday night to get back. Um, or else, anybody coming back after that time would have to be um, two weeks in self-isolation. So I think Dirk Nanos, who who was out there uh, as a co-commentator with me, um, is going to have to do two weeks. Um, you know. Who else was out there? So Michael Slater and, and Danny Morrison were due to have done the finals, which had already been brought back from uh, from Sunday coming um, to to finish on Wednesday. Um, they're all they're all going back to this. Danny lives in in Australia, so they'll all have to go into self isolation when they get back. So, I mean, it's just again, I, I can't I can't overstate how much of a shame it's been for it to finish the way that it has. But you know, everybody is pretty is pretty understanding that um, you know cricket doesn't doesn't exist. Um, it doesn't exist sort of outside of the of what else is going on in the world. Um, as we all know because it takes up most of our lives. Um, and uh, and so you know, therefore, everyone's kind of you know very understanding of the fact that these these things are happening at the moment and they have an effect on everybody. Yes, there are, are bigger things at play here. Clearly, I mean, um, last last time we were together on the pod. Um, we was uh, we, it was to discuss the the likelihood of England's women uh, women getting washed away by the Sydney rain, um, and I mean that that seems a, a long time ago, Miller. Yeah, doesn't it, Jeff? And, and don't we all wish that we were still griping about the ICC's dismal rain rules? I mean, it's uh, amazing how <laughs> agenda switching. I mean, uh, wouldn't it be lovely if you know if had the ability to? Pull off a mancad in the in, in the oval test. So there are all sorts of things that that, that people could could be getting in, getting their knickers in a twist about um, in in cricket terms. But you know what's going on in globally just just brings home well 
firstly how utterly irrelevant the, and trivial the, the, the minute debates are, but equally how fundamentally important sport is the, the global discourse. We'd all much rather be talking about terrible results and, and, and the woeful luck and inept firing and all the other things that we could be talking about rather than this. And so, you know, it, it can, you know, sport is utterly trivial and, and the events that are going on prove it. But equally, uh, it, you've got to have something to talk about, otherwise it's very boring. And, um, you know, as, as, uh, as we mentioned, I, 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 I'm busy teaching my cat to play leg breaks at the moment. It's, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I can do with it. Well, I mean, the, the internet was made for, for, for cat videos, um, and you've just taken it to, you know, its natural uh, conclusion by bringing cricket into the mix as well. <laughs> Cat videos, are, cat videos are the future, the past, the, the alpha and the omega of, of cricket, of, of cricket, of the internet. I mean, I, I complete <laughs> digression. Complete, complete digression. I, I have a friend, Joel, who, who was one of the very first people to, uh, to realise that cats actually made the internet go round. He made himself a, a lot of money in the early days of, uh, of the internet by, by recognising this fundamental point that if everything comes back to a kitten, um, you can't go wrong. <laughs> 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 okay, well, I mean, put, put inverted commas around it, and, and there's your headline. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Are we aware that people have been hoarding hoarding kittens um, for the uh, for the, the the lockdown? I mean, obviously, if you uh, if you if you manage to teach your uh, teach your cat the leg breaks, uh, and and this thing lasts for a lot longer, you're going to need a you need another one to. Uh, uh, to, to coach, aren't you? Or are you going to get a get a bat in his hand and start well, to start getting him on the on drive? Well, the the, the fun bit's going to come when I start teaching chin music. But, uh, we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> we reenact we reenact the old trap of nineteen seventy six. That'll that'll keep little flea back. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? You should introduce um, you know the star of of the show to the world. What is what is your cat's name? Lola is the name of the cat, and and, nah. and, and Lola is is a is a rescued cat. So don't blame us for the name. <laughs> did you did you meet him in a her in a club down in old Soho where they well, drink well, champagne <laughs> and it tastes just like cherry cola. <laughs> Yeah, she's 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 she's, uh, she's got character put it that way, but she's a total flea bag. Which of your which of your um, videos has has taken off uh, uh, to the greatest extent thus far? I think it's you, you've done um, the uh, Simon Jones ball, um, Gooch getting bowled by Warren, and, and today was was Harmy at Brisbane. Uh, you know, which has caught the the, the public's imagination. Yeah, Harm, 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 the reenactment of Harmy's um, wide at Brisbane is, is the one that uh, seems to have captured the, the zeitgeist. I can't imagine why. But, uh, yes, I mean, this, this, is, this is what we're reduced to. This is what happens when there is no, no sport for us to, to get stuck into. We, we all go quietly fat <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, no mention of Bagwano, uh, as uh, people will start pointing the finger. Um, in in a different trouser leg of time, we would have been previewing the, the Gaul Test today, um, but uh, obviously England uh, flew back uh, at the weekend, um, chiefly out of concern uh, for for their families back in the UK. But sort of the world is uh, going into lockdown at the same time. I mean, it it, it started off um, uh, Joe Root talking about um, replacing handshakes with 
fist bumps um and there was some sort of uh, you know jokey pictures of him and, and I think Lahiru Tiramane the captain of the one of the touring teams doing a little fist bump at the toss um I mean, it, it, it's all escalated since then yeah Mike Atherton sort of uh, popped in to the PSL on his way out to uh, Sri Lanka he was sort of picking up some um pretty mm-hmm. good stuff for uh, you know for, for some content during the during the, the test series um later on in the summer uh, and uh, of course so he stopped off for three or four days at, at the PSL a few interviews did a, did a bit of filming I think he might have caught up with caught up with the prime minister again while he was there um <laughs> and uh no, I see if you notice there was a certain terseness in my voice it's because it's because his uh, his documentary with uh, with Imran Khan um beat mine or England in the 90s to a, to a sports journalism award um three or four <laughs> years back so uh, I've never forgiven him but anyway so he was on his way <laughs> he was on his way to Sri Lanka um, and I'm, I'm not sure what happened. I don't know whether he actually managed to get there and, had, and just immediately turned around and came back, or whether he, uh, or whether he just went straight back home. Um, so yeah, I mean, every, every, everybody, even the great Mike Atherton, is, is, is having his plans turned upside down. Yes, um, I mean, uh, uh, Miller, we, we, you know, we're all set to be um, dissecting Matt Parkinson's performance and uh, kind of a uh, hundred for, for Zach Crawley, and obviously there are far more important things in the world. But it's uh, it's a real shame that um, uh, the cricket we we're expecting to to be getting stuck into over the next couple of weeks isn't going to take place. Isn't it just? Although you, I mean, it's fascinating just hearing the um, the sort of inner workings of the of the team as as that match is taking place because because curious curious situations that the, the series was called off while they were still playing so there was apparently there was a about four or five minutes maybe maybe not that long but there's certainly there's certainly a few balls were played while everybody but the players out the middle uh, knew that the get that the game was over and so apparently Joe Root and Nashi Giles had their phone call and and Root crossed out the field and and the rest escalated from there but. But, you know, essentially, it all stemmed from from the briefing that they got about about quarantine measures that would have to be imposed on them if anyone did get ill. And obviously, the three thousand uh, English fans set to fly out to Sri Lanka, uh, which I believe only had about three cases of corona coronavirus at that stage. So, you know, Sri Lanka was actually of all the places to be in the world. It was one of the the safer at the time. But so, so I'm we, guessing that Sri Lanka, the, the Sri Lankans were not all that keen on having three thousand people coming from. Uh, Coming from Europe, descending well, upon them when they were when they were, were not in the clear, but you know, pretty much pretty much at stress-free levels. Yeah, I think I think that, that well, I think on the one hand, the, the, the government was picking up uh, visa requirements for, 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 for travellers coming in and, and warning that anyone who got ill would be taken under their jurisdiction. So you know, England do like to travel around in a in a safe bubble, and and it was made quite clear to them that no, if you do develop symptoms, you are out of the England bubble. You're into the Sri Lanka bubble, which uh, hmm. I think had the had the team genuinely quite alarmed, to be perfectly honest. And uh, I'm not sure there were many heads entirely on the game by the time uh, it was finally called off. So you know, said hmm. Root admitted, you know, it was a great relief uh, that, 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 that it happened as it, as it did. And, and as it turned out, only a couple of days later, obviously the, the borders started to be closed around the world, so England got out just in time. Frankly, yeah, will be stuck there. Again, you know, great shame, great shame to miss out on what was what was going to be a fascinating follow-up to the Celestica tour, and again finding out how well these these young players are going to develop in in tricky spinning conditions. But uh, 
um, for the first time in the pod, you have to admit that they're a, they're a bigger fish to fry at the moment, and uh, we've, we've just got to sit tight. Yes, so indeed, I mean, the, the, the ripples have, have, have spread um, far and wide uh, very quickly. Um, the IPL has been put back until April 15th, although that uh, date looks um, decidedly movable. Um, the, <laughs> the PSL, as we've discussed, has, has now been called off. There were series in um, South Africa and uh, Australia and New Zealand. Um, and the, the county season is is a, but four weeks away, um, Miller. But the, there's already a kind of a, um, a pall hanging over the the start of the English summer. It, it, it just looks apocalyptic, really, doesn't it? I mean, the, the you know the, the the government government warning a couple of days ago was that the, the peak of this virus would would come in about ten to fourteen days, fourteen weeks time, which basically sits smack on top of the of the West Indies tour in June, and the ripple effect obviously will continue into the height of the summer. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, that, that West Indies series is, is already canned. I mean, England, it needs to be massive concern. Massive concern is obviously around the 100. Um, I, I can see them, I can see a situation whereby they will do absolutely anything they can to ensure that that tournament, if anything, if any cricket can take place at any stage this summer, the 100 will play, I'm sure, uh, in, whether it's in the last week of September into October or, or whatever. They will do their damnedest to, to make sure that show gets on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, it's out of their hands. It, 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 we're just sitting tight and waiting. Um, what, a, what a blow. But again, you know, it could have been worse. It, it, it's not ideal for the 100 to get to get this treatment. But just imagine if this had been last summer, if the... If the, if the World Cup had been, uh, been, been squeezed out in, in, in the way that the Euros look like they're, they're, they're heading that way in, in football. It's, um, and the Euros, obviously, it's movable World Cup, you know, certainly where England is then they come around once every 20 years. It would, it would have been a, a massive, massive loss to, to the sport as opposed to an inconvenience in, in, in many ways this summer. Well, I mean, it's interesting you say it could have been worse. I mean, it still could. It still can be yeah, worse, yeah. can't it? I mean, that's a, this is the thing. <laughs> We're finding yeah. out sort of virtually every every three or four hours something something changes or some you know some, the behaviour of, of of populations is is being forced into um, ever more strict measures of, of isolation and, and change. So we, we literally have no idea what's going on, and I and I think it's it's not not being flippant in any way whatsoever. But you would imagine that with something that has been that, that has had the money poured into it and is so important and vital to the ECB, um, that it's right that you would that you would almost it would almost go go the other way. Say, look, let's just not let's forget about the hundred and do it again next and, and start again next year. Do it when when all of this is passed and you can and you can do it properly. I think to risk doing something which is already as risky as it is without any um, without any mm-hmm. uh, you know national international sort of global pandemic um, would just be as, as as silly as silly can be. So. Um, look, I, if it were if it were me, I'd be thinking to myself, okay, we don't even even if we can get some cricket in towards the back of the season, if the Pakistan tour gets saved or whatever it might be, and we can play that, you know, the, the, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing at stake there beyond the fact that it would be nice to have some cricket. Um, but but with the hundred, there is so much at stake, you know, that there's so much relied upon having crowds in and and, and people um, engaging with it and then getting getting off to a, to a really good start. That I would I would say, look, forget about it. 
let's let's pour all our energy and effort into into doing it in 2021. I mean, who knows? It might even come up with some with, <laughs> with some um, some more ideas to make it um, to make it even even more likely to to be a success by then. <laughs> um, uh, we've we've been the hundred has been coming for what is it two years now? Was it was it uh, 2018 um, April? Not April Fool's Day as we discussed at the time. Uh, I'm not sure if we could survive another 12 months of uh, anticipation. There won't be any, will there? I mean, that, that's the thing. It's just it's, it's a case of it's, there won't be any. I mean, no one's no one's going to be sort of uh, maligning the loss of the hundred not starting this summer as much as they will be if the test matches and things get get cancelled. Um, the blast already looks as though it's it's going to fall by the wayside anyway. Um, and to delay something that hasn't ever that that hasn't started yet by another year, what well, it doesn't make any difference, does it? You're not you're not missing anything mm. because it hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, it's, it's the it's it's the it's the, the established cricket that, that that stands to suffer um, more this year because people are expecting it. They're, they're they're looking forward to it. They are waiting for it, and have been since uh, you know since September. We may may yet see a rising out of this. As you say, the, the, the anticipation levels will rise and rise and rise with the with the clear boredom that's going to kick in. But you know, one of the things I think that has, that has been lost from society in recent years is the ability to be bored. Nobody is very good at being bored because there's always another distraction to come along. And I, I've, I've admitted this many times in the past. My route into Test cricket was boredom. I, I I needed something to pass the time in, in the school holidays, and this thing was always on the telly. I had absolutely no idea what on earth I was watching for the first few months. But a bit like you know, like kids just getting glued on YouTube these days. It's like I'm going to watch this, and by 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 hook or by crook, it became interesting. So you never know. You may find that people, if if they're starved of entertainment all summer, and suddenly the county championship kicks back into action at some stage, people may think, wow. There's finally something to do. There's finally something to watch. Even with any last spring, and they might, you never know. I'm speculating wildly, but it's not possible that people <laughs> but, hey, find that find that there is there is there is reason to be grateful for for the existence of of these slightly stage sports that um, perhaps get overlooked rather. <laughs> but you know, you, if you've got your YouTube channel with the with the cat stuff on, you know, you, if you start putting <laughs> that finding finding old footage of, of, of Viv Richards and stuff and his pomp that's the way that you know that there's a certain um, you know with the immediacy of, uh, of everything and the fact that um, you know since since Sky sort of t- took over in terms of their coverage of, of sport from from all kinds whether it be the Premier League or whether it be the first overseas tours that were that were, that were been put out on Sky it's all you've almost got that that sort of um, cut-off point whereby people of a certain vintage, might believe that the game only started in 1990. You know, so well, so, probably you know, started in 1993, didn't it? Well, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so you know, there's a you know, you, you can you can find something else to put on your channel that might not be uh, fur fur related. <laughs> if cricket only started in the 90s, then um, then uh, England's uh, side that was obviously a case of original sin. Um, Miller, you, you've spent your lifetime stockpiling um, not toilet roll, but uh, the, the lessons learned from from uh, England in the 90s, and Butch is an expert as well. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, you've started mining them already for for content in these cricket free times. Certainly have. I, I was, I was, I, I pumped out my latest round of miserabilia the other day. Just uh, the ten most abject defeats, overseas defeats. So limit, limiting the scope, so I could do 
send most abject home defeats next week. And yeah, we you never know. We 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 may even uh, delve into some classic ball by ball commentary at some stage. With, uh, all things being equal, we've got, uh, <laughs> got plans to dredge out entire matches and and play them as live. So you know, we've we've got we've got uh, ways to fill the idle idle hour. But yes, most of it's going to be nostalgia and miserabilia related. It's, you know, <laughs> England did win occasionally in, in the nineties, as as Butch well knows, but of course they didn't. So we're going to have to we're going to have to be grateful for what we can get. <laughs> And my my man um, Mark Church, he, he does all the the ball by ball stuff for for Surrey yes. and has done for years and years. Has, has taken up um, commentating over eighties um, Ashes series. So uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of things that people can do if you're uh, if you're that way inclined. Um, three days in, and we're already completely mad. It's, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a long time. <laughs> Butch, what's your preferred sort of YouTube rabbit hole? Is it uh, your, your own innings? Uh, is it, or is it Serviv in his pomp? No, I, I can't. I tell you what, I was, I, I had a, I, I had a small faces um, a video, a video sort of, you know, they, what do they do? They do those mixes, you know, you fifty plus, um, whatever. So I, I, I happened to type in the small faces. I was, I was learning a new, learning a song. And ended up with all these brilliant grainy black and white, some of which had been to, you know, you know how they inject color into these, uh, these old video clips. Um, so I was watching some, some very groovy old shows, you know, like, um, uh, Dutch tours from the small faces with the live studio audience and stuff and just seeing some incredible fashion, facial hair and, uh, and brilliant bad dancing. Um, so that's quite a good rabbit hole. I've, I've decided that, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Butch's innings at Sabina Park in 98. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're not going to waste a lot of time there, though, are you? I mean, let's be honest. I think brevity is the key for uh, for, for Miller's cat videos. It's uh, <laughs> we're, it's all about snackable content, instant gratification. If you can teach Lola how to play that delivery from Courtney Walsh, then uh, then that will get some hits. <laughs> um, but Joe, did, did you ever get into uh, to playing cricket on consoles? I, I, I wanted to ask. Uh, you know, you, international cricket captain and uh, base the England team around yourself, that sort of thing. <laughs> no, I never. No, I mean that those those games kind of came out a long, long, long time after my days of sitting in front of football manager and things like that on the ZX Spectrum in the eighties. <laughs> so, um, fortunately, fortunately, I never, I, I never played any of that because I've seen some of them and they are utterly horrendous. <laughs> those, those cricket games. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, I know that I know that the sport involves a lot of strange um, and difficult to replicate movements. But for crying out loud, surely they'd have come up with a way of making the making the figures move better than they do in those uh, in those games. Although, although you know, maybe in the last fifteen years they have, they have got better. But I mean, there was a Brian Lara cricket one where I had an incredible bowling average. Someone someone took delight in telling me <laughs> I was unplayable on the uh, on the Brian Lara cricket game. As in, as in real life, I think it's fair to say. Almost, almost exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going nicely, was it? <laughs> just the <laughs> slow swinging stuff was difficult to hit on, on, on a computer, apparently. Miller, you haven't dug out your spectrum yet to, to, to get playing. What, what version of the game was that you were putting on social media recently? Cricket captain, actually. Actually, that one, that one failed to load. But I do have another one which um, which I've dug out. So uh, when 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 I get really desperate, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- recreate um, probably Middlesex's season from 1987, I guess it would be. 
because I, 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 uh, they were they were for some reason they were my team when I when I when I played um, cricket captain uh, mostly mostly due to Angus Fraser I think. But, uh, was Gus what 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 year did Gus make his debut then? Right, he he, he, he was first in eighty four, was it? And and then I think he made his debut eighty four and then test debut eighty nine. Right, against Australia. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, and Tough, Tough and Embury would have been bowling Middlesex as a championship in eighty seven, wouldn't they? Or was that an Essex year? Good question, I can't remember too much. <laughs> I'll have to think of that. you've now got to, you've moved on to cat videos and the world is a is a better place um just to just to sort of um wrap up i guess um, and and aside from jokes about um self-isolating at county games in april um the ecb has has uh, said that discussions are, are kind of ongoing uh, with the counties there was a meeting today um, they are in the scoping phase, gathering financial information, individual circumstances, um, logistics insights from the first class counties. Uh, there's a, expected to be a further meeting on Thursday when they can start to make decisions. Um, I mean, it, it, we had a column on the site in, uh, in the week, uh, um, in Chapel writing about kind of the suspension of cricket during the world wars. Um, you know, it's not impossible that an entire season could be lost here, or that that would be unprecedented in modern times. But um, you know, the cricket will still be there when whenever we get back out of um, from under the the duvet, um, from uh, away from the screen and 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 the, the cat videos. Um, uh, the game will will still be there, um, and uh, we'll pick up the bat and start bowling the ball again. Well, yeah, I mean, it sort of almost follows off from Miller's point about um, you know about people not being able to be bored anymore not quite understanding what to do with themselves if they don't have don't have a phone charger um you know how long have we been talking about the fact that the schedules are mad the players don't get enough time off the fans don't even get enough time to sort of to, to build up expectations for the next thing um you know if it, if it does if the worst does happen and we don't we don't get any cricket for the season just imagine how excited everyone's going to be for the next one um and you know the, the players then will have uh <laughs> Presumably, their their contracts will be fine. They're not exactly freelancers, are they? Um, for the you know the the, the 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 guys who've got contracts with clubs and with the ECB, they'll, they'll all be good. Um, and the players will kind of will be jumping out of their skins as much as the fans are. Um, and perhaps then uh, you know it'll it'll just it'll just be something that that uh, that goes down as a massive quirk in the, in the in the, the, the annals of the game. Um, and it'll, it'll doubtless be. Uh, questions on Mastermind or something about what happened in the year 2020 in the cricket but listen the, the, the game will survive I've, I've no doubt about that whether whether or not freelancers will is another thing altogether Worth finishing with a reference to the, the victory test in 1945 because um, these these, these um, it took just 11 days after VE Day in 1945 for, for cricket to get back back into action at Lords for the first five tests which is you know incredible but again it just goes to show uh, the, the point you're making just now that, that yeah people will be gagging for it as and when it is possible to play again and um, I've got a quote here from Keith Johnson who was the Australian team manager for those those matches I think it was, it was a series drawn to all 
Keith Miller made his made his first appearance in Australia, and uh, obviously didn't have a Messerschmitt up his. He was uh, he was he was free to <laughs> very sweary today, Miller. Very sweary. Oh well, that's a genuine <laughs> quote. That one. <laughs> Actual real life quote. Besides, I'm, you know, I've been, I'm going stir crazy. So I but anyway, he said um, that he referred to the carefree and refreshing atmosphere in which actually played. He said he'd like it to a mix of Lords, Old Trafford, Trent Bridge, uh, and the Village Green. Uh, it was certainly a good mixture. I think it did us good. We mistaken in large, large doses and never lose the prescription. Uh, well, clearly everyone did lose the prescription, but the point still stands. Uh, you know. Uh, there is there is fun to be had from from playing sport. It's not just a business, and uh, I think we'll probably be even more aware of that point than when it was. Hmm. Yeah. Here. Yes. Indeed. We're we're off the treadmill um, uh, by force, um, but hopefully that is the the uh, pick up pick me up for the game that um, that Miller forecasts. So uh, this is a. Hugely positive uh, way to go out. Um, uh, very impressed, gentlemen. <laughs> we did our best. <laughs> uh, in trying circumstances, you've you know, stepped up to the plate uh, to mix uh, sporting metaphors. Put your hand up. <laughs> yes, yeah, you've bowled your best ball um, and occupied the crease magnificently. Uh, <laughs> but um, in the complete absence of, of hundreds and fivers, squad news and controversy, uh, we've probably reached the limits of our expertise. We hope you all stay safe and healthy. Uh, remember to wash those hands for just a wee bit longer than the DRS decision timer. Uh, and fingers crossed cricket and life returns to something approaching normal before too long. Thanks, as always, to Miller and Butch and to you all for tuning in. Take care. <laughs>